0: There's nothing he doesn't know about rugby league. Wow. It's time to hear from the super coach guru, Tim Williams. Ah, yes, our man, Timmy Williams. I'll tell you what he's also done. He's he's brought his intro back for season 2024 as well. And, you know, I talked about the contract negotiations that went on. And one of the things that Tim was insistent on was playing the intro. Well, you got it. How are you, buddy?
1: Very well, mate. You know that uh, when Rabs is on the airways, that we're getting close to footy season. And we, uh, it was a long and. Uh Long and at times dark discussion around contracts for the next season, for this season, I should say, mate. And we settled on the intro and a pie and coke each week. So happy enough
0: with that. Hey, mate, Pine and coke. There's plenty of people appear on this program that would love an upgrade to a pie and coke. <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to you, the analyst. Uh, now, um, hey, mate, how did you finish up last year? I mean, you played the long game with this. How did how did how did you finish up?
1: Yeah, Jimmy, I'm sure everyone that uh, that sort of tunes in and, and hears me dribble on the radio each week would expect me to go, yeah, you know, top 100 last year. I had my worst year in about eight years last year. Could not put it all together. Uh, it wasn't diabolical. I finished, I think it was 4,100 overall. So right. not too bad a year, but I had a, a sort of pretty decent streak going in the top 1% for about six or seven years. And, and last year, couldn't quite put together laid on. So not a terrible year by any means, but
0: looking to, to be able to back from that one. Okay. All right. So don't re- forget that that was brought up in the negotiations as well. Too. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I was asking for two pies in case. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Easy to knock you back on that. Hey, um, yeah. any rule changes this year? Uh, do Because sometimes there's a little tweak. Is there anything that uh, the listeners need to be aware of, mate?
1: There isn't actually, mate. They've uh, kept it pretty simple, and I'm I'm not too too much against that. Same amount of trades. The the salary cap rose a little bit uh, into to align with the actual NRL salary cap. So you saw a few prices vary accordingly. But I am pretty happy with the game where it stands at the moment. There are a few little things that I think they could tweak, but uh, all in all, it, it's pretty similar as it stands.
0: Okay. All right. What about the offerings at scplaybook.com? Dot .au. I'm on that site now. If people listening are saying right, I'm going to I'm going to give this super coach thing a go. And I encourage everyone to give it a go because it just changes the way you look at some games and certainly some players and if you need a bit of a help with that scplaybook.com.au. What can we anticipate through season 2024?
1: Yes mate, so ramping things up uh, in 2024, so between uh, if you go to the website and you whether you're new to the game or you've been playing for years, we've got everything from from team reveals, from uh, myself, from past champions of the game, everyone there, things like if you're looking at what cheapies to plug into your team, which guns to put into your team, who has the best and worst draws for the season, all up on site at scplaybook.com.au. We have weekly content from a ton of different uh, contributors on the site. And then, of course, the podcast network as well, where same sort of deal there with about five or six shows a week. If you're a rugby league punter or you want to get into your super coach, we talk about that. Uh, on numerous different shows. Just had one go live this morning with uh, the Socceroos skipper, Matty Ryan, who who loves loves his Supercoach, massive Parramatta Eels fan. So, yeah, plenty out there to have a look at.
0: Is that right? How did that come about? How do you know Matty Ryan? Because he's overplying his trade over in Europe at the moment, isn't he?
1: Yeah, so I was working at the, the Telegraph uh, in 2019, 2020, and Matty was, uh, came on and, and had sort of a guest appearance on the Supercoach show there that... But I was on at the time and just sort of stayed in touch with him ever since. And, and when I launched SC Playbook, and just one of the best blokes in the world, mate. He's very down to earth for, for a bloke who's sort of achieved a lot in, in his career so far. And yeah, he's, he's jumped on, has done some pre seasonal and in, in season content for the articles, jumps on the podcast uh, when he's available. So yeah, very lucky to have him on board and, and a very good fella.
0: And an Eels fan. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he's not perfect. <laughs> That's a very good point. Now, on the 6th of February, you dropped your squad uh, for this year. So mm-hmm. let's have a look at it. Who do you recommend? Who are the guns? Like who, who are the guys that you're building your squad around this year? Timbo?
1: Building around Nico Hines, Nathan Cleary at halfback. You know, mm-hmm. You're paying top, top dollar for them, but for good reason. Uh, I think there's no one really outside of those guys that I can see warranting saving money and going elsewhere and going against these two proven stars of our game. So them two, Caelan Poner at fullback, I was a bit late to the party with KP last year. I was too concerned. About that concussion risk, and he'd ended up biting me in the backside later on. So I've got KP in there. I've also paid up for Tommy Trebojevic. Ooh. They're sort of probably they're probably the big four um, players that I'm going around around halfback and fullback.
0: Okay, can you tell me what percentage of your salary cap is taken up by, if you know, off the top of your head, of the, by those four uh, players?
1: Uh, look, you've really put me on the spot there. I'm not the analyst. I don't have. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not that sharp on the spot. But I do have a stat for you, mate, that I, I think you will like. Okay. And this this is around Tom Trebojevic. And, you know, we look back on that 2021 season. In Supercats, it was one of the best seasons we've ever seen. And mm. everyone says that, you know, whether it's in NRL terms or in Supercats terms, that it was a one-off. It was an anomaly due to, you know, they'd, they'd relaxed the interpretations around the six again. So the yes. game was really quick. You know, good teams um, made other sides pay and... and Tommy Turbo was one of the best exponents of it. And everyone sort of said, so in Supercrate that season, he averaged 143.5. Wow. Nathan Cleary was second. I think he was about 108. Outside of them two that season, no one had ever averaged above 100. You sort of go, all right, it'll never happen again. It was due to the rules, et cetera. But I did a bit of digging and here's a few numbers for you. Mm -hmm. So that same, so in 2023, Six players averaged over 80 Supercoach points for the season. 15 players averaged 75-plus for the season. It was relatively similar in 2022. If you go back to that 2021 season, eight players averaged over 80 for the season, and there was only 13 players who averaged 75-plus for the season. So if you compare all that, the Supercoach stats did not really change from 2021 to 22 to 23. So I'm... More of the opinion that while influenced by the rule interpretations, that was just a freaky season by a fully fit Tom Trebouvid.
0: Yeah, you look
1: back at that as well. The third highest averaging player that in twenty twenty one was Ruben Garrick on eighty seven point five. That was purely because Tom Trebouvid put him over for a thousand tries and he was able to kick goals. So, uh, mate, I hope I didn't lose you in all the numbers there. But what I'm trying to say is a fully fit Tom to believe it there's no reason why he can't go and average a big 100 plus season again
0: Okay, so was there anyone last year that averaged 100 plus you said there were 6 over 80 was there anyone averaging or what was the highest average score from a player last year
1: The highest average last year, I'm fairly sure, was Nico Hines on 95. And I don't think there was anyone else over 90 off the top of my head. Right. But not even close, really.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. So if you've got these Mm. four superstars in your side that take up a fair portion of your salary cap, you need to surround them with some cheapies. Is there any cheapies out there that uh, the listeners should be looking at? (laughs)
1: Yeah, we know the doggies are pretty light on for middles. uh, Certainly a problem area for them this season. Sammy Hughes is one who's stepped up. uh, Big wraps coming around Sammy Hughes at the Bulldogs. Big front rower. He starts very cheap and could also, even if he doesn't have a starting spot for them as a prop forward, we're hoping he can sort of get 40 to 45 minutes and be a good one to plug in there. Ben Trebojevic is one that's certainly emerged. He's dual centre wing and uh, second row forward position, which is invaluable as we know. A little bit of job security risk there, of course, with Josh Schuster, But it sounds like he's not making the trip to Vegas. Had a really interrupted preseason. So, look, at any point, Schuster could come in on the edge. But Benny Trebojevic, he seems to be going from strength to strength. If he can stay fit, he's one that I like as well. Uh, And then the other one there is just the Eels hooking scenario. So, whether they go with elastic or whether they go with hands, Brad Arthur said during the preseason that he wants an 80-minute sole hooker this season. If we can get that, either of those guys starts very, very cheap at around three twenty, three thirty 330 K. Um, so hopefully we get that round one and then hop both named. But if so, I love them both.
0: Okay. All right. Both those options. So uh, uh, there you go. I think Sam Hughes has just re-signed for another couple of years with the Bulldogs. Uh, the news coming out a little bit earlier today. All right. Now, I know that you know the game incredibly well. So, mate, yeah. I have asked you, uh, you're going to do five this week in no particular order and five next week. But... Uh, I'm looking for those players who are going to jump out of the ground this year. What did, how did you refer to them as? Eyecatchers. Eye catchers. All right, I want five eye catchers from you right now, please, for season 2024.
1: <laughs> All righty. So we'll start with one that, I'll be honest, I was super impressed with him on the weekend. He has so much potential in him, but I haven't seen enough yet. But Will Price for the night, mm. the son of the great English player Leon Price. Leon played over 500 first-grade games, yeah. almost 500 in the Super League alone. Will Price can play anywhere from fullback back to 5'8", to wing to centre. And look, I know he beat up sort of a reserve-grade Sharks outfit for a lot of it, but he... He's just got so many great attributes that could make him a terrific footballer. Where he slots in at the night, I'm not sure whether that's round one or, or whether he spends time in the Wales Cup, but I was very excited what I saw from him. Adam Mariotta at the Raiders, front row forward, another one who's had a big pre-season. Obviously got plenty of time last year, but it could be in for a breakout year. At the Warriors, Ali Leotow played right centre for them in the trial game. Just a tackle-busting, strong centre Another one who might have to bide his time a little bit, but I'm expecting mm-hmm. him to, to emerge at some point of the season. The one that I'm really excited for and one that we all already know is Helam Lukey, who I think he like has the potential. I think he'll play Queensland origin and potentially for the Kangaroos within the next 12 to 24 months. He just needs to keep himself fit. He's yeah. had a really, the last three or so, three to four years, just keeps getting injured, some some major injuries, and in more recent years, some more soft tissue sort of injuries. But... He, again, has all the attributes to, to be an origin player and the rest. So I love him, on at the Cowboys. Uh, and just lastly, going back to the Newcastle Knights, another Englishman in Kypies, Paul, and Dylan Lucas from down Group 16 way uh, around the far south coast. They're in a bit of a duel to partner Tyson Frizzell on the edge for the night. I like what I've seen from both of them. We get the first uh, eye on Pierce Paul in Australia in the trials this weekend. I can't wait to see how it plays out, but the Knights are in a really good position now with their depth.
0: Uh, Dylan Lucas caught the eye last year, didn't he? Um, I'm not sure how many games he played, but he was willing. Uh, would be one way to describe him. So there you go. Will Price, Adam Moriota, Ali Liatau, Highlam Luki, Kai Pierce-Paul, Dylan Lucas, you've given me six. Look at you just going above and beyond by 20%. <laughs> That's, that just sums you up, Timmy. We'll see if I've got the same energy by about <laughs> round 15, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Good on you, mate. Uh, we'll speak again next week. Cheers, Jimmy.